Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Devlin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed to be able to come to you this new year as we celebrate 2024, the year of worship. Worshiping God, praising Him in spirit and in truth. God has given us another chance to get closer to Him. And He's a wonderful God, a merciful God, a loving God. So let us take this time, this new year, this new season, this new month, this new era of our life to grow closer to God. And there is a word for us today that's found in the book of Exodus. And in Exodus, the third chapter, we hear about a people who are trapped in bondage. Uh, they're, they're, they're trapped in bondage in Egypt and uh, they need a deliverer because they've been in bondage for close to 400 years. 400 years of slavery, 400 years of, of labor, 400 years of being bound and not free. Generation after generation, they needed a deliverer. And so they began to cry out to God and call on God's name. And it had been a while since they had um, had their freedom, so they all they knew was just to call on God. But after 400 years, even their calling on God seemed to kind of fade a little bit. Just like us, sometimes we go through situations and um, when the situation doesn't change, we begin to forget about God. We stop praying and we stop fasting. We stop doing those things that God required from us to do. And before long, we um, just feel like the situation is not going to change. And the Bible says that the children of Israel were in that location. They've been slaves so long, but yet they were still praying to God. And God, in the third chapter of Exodus, said that he had come down and he saw the affliction of the Egyptians on his children. The Egyptians wanted more bricks. They wanted more uh, work done in their construction projects. And uh, as they built the pyramids and uh, built those cities in Alexandria, Egypt, and all those places, and they used these slaves, the children of God, to make bricks and to prepare things for building projects. And they had gotten so mean and evil toward the slaves. The slaves were God people that they wanted more bricks. They wanted more uh, construction material. And in order to do that, they had to have more water from the Nile brought up by the slaves. They had to have more sand dug up by the slaves. They had to have more straw that was put in the brick to make it strong and sturdy brought up by the slave. And in that laboring, God said, I saw the affliction of my people. I, I, I saw, I, I came down and I've seen how my children are being treated. And so God sent a deliverer to save them. And so in the third chapter of Exodus, he is in a burning bush and 
a man by the name of Moses passes by. And Moses has been in Pharaoh's house for 40 years. He killed a man and he had to go to the backside of the desert hiding, running from his life, for his life. And while he's out tending his flock, his father-in-law Jethro flock, and uh, he's out there, he sees a burning bush, a bush that's on fire, but yet not being consumed. And he begins to be intrigued by this bush that keeps on burning but doesn't burn up or become brittle and fall down. And the Bible says that when he passed by one of the times, a voice came to him calling his name Moses. Moses. And so Moses goes to see where the voice is coming from, but it's God speaking to him. And Moses answers by saying, here am I. Sometime in our life, the task can get so heavy. Sometime in our life, the laboring can get so consuming. We have to perform on our job. We have to take care of our families. We have to tend to the business of our community. We have to keep the faith in our churches. We have to do and be good, productive citizens and be effective in life, and sometimes the burden can get heavy along the way because situations come up that block us from doing what God wants us to do. We're just like the Egyptians in a spiritual sense. We have a heavy load that we are carrying. But to God be the glory. Only God can help us and be our deliverer. And God sent us as a deliverer by the name of Jesus. See, all Moses was was a type of Christ of the Old Testament. He came forth and was called by God to go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And Moses, while he's at that burning bush, God says, take your shoes off, Moses, for the place you stand is holy ground. And Moses answered the call, and he tells Moses, tell Pharaoh, let my people go, for they can go out a three days journey and worship me. See, that was the reason why God delivered the children of Israel, because of their worship. He wanted them to worship him. This year, if you want freedom out your Egyptian bondage, out that situation that's tangling you up and uh, that sickness that you can't shake loose, worship God. If God would deliver the nation of Israel by splitting the Red Sea and sending the 10 plagues in Egypt because he wanted them to go out a three days journey to worship him and to sacrifice unto him and to praise his holy name. He delivered them so they could go three days into the wilderness to worship him. And Moses answers the call. And he goes into Pharaoh and tells him, let God's people go. And God supported Moses. For he told him, 
The next time you come to the mountain, I'm going to give you a token that I'm with you. The mountain where Moses was and he saw the burning bush was a mountain called Horeb. That same Horeb is the mountain called Mount Sinai, the place where he got the Ten Commandments. Mount Sinai was a place where the people gathered after they came on a three days journey from Egypt to the mountain of Almighty God. And at that mountain, they got a token of the covenant, the Ten Commandments, to let God's people know that he was with them and had brought them out of bondage. Make sure this year you worship God. Make sure you worship him in spirit and in truth. Make sure you worship God with the depths of your essence. Don't let the devil put more load on you than you can bear. Put more load on you when you get distracted, when you forget to worship God. No matter what life may do, what life may bring, don't let the devil shake you out of your substance. Stand strong in the word of Almighty God. For God loves you and he wants the very best for you. Don't let Satan have his way with your life this year. Worship God. Find out how to worship. For there are five reasons that we have to worship God. The first reason, it reminds us that we are already believers. When you believe in God, it's natural to worship God. You are saying that you believe that God is almighty and God is the ultimate being of the universe when you worship God. The Bible says the first sign of wisdom is to fear God. So when you're worshiping God, you're showing reverence that he is the God of your life, that he is the one that you believe is the almighty and all-glorious. The second reason we must worship God, it softens our heart toward God. The Bible says that God hardened Pharaoh's heart, that he wouldn't hear Moses when Moses would ask him to let the people go. The Bible says that we can go so far without being with God. In Romans, that we are turned over to a reprobate mind. That means everything that you do, you think you're doing right. If it feels good, you do it. Our hearts become hardened when we don't worship God in spirit and in truth. You can go so far away from God that you think that you are God and you're doing it on your own. The third thing, it softens our heart toward others when we worship God. So when we worship God, our hearts toward our fellow man become softer. And we begin to look with the eyes of Christ and have compassion over other people. When we see with the eyes of Christ, we see the sickness. We see that people need to deliver. We see that people are in need. And that's all God is doing. Working on us to be better 
people of God. The fourth thing, five reasons that we worship God is to, the fourth one is to affirm our participation in something larger than ourselves. When we worship God, we're worshiping the almighty creator of the universe. The universe is vast and wide and great, but God is even greater. When you're connected to God, you feel his presence and you feel his glory upon you. And to be connected, there's no trouble, there's no problem that you cannot overcome when you're with God because he is the almighty of the universe. The fifth reason we worship God, it opens up non-believers to the truth of the gospel. When people see you worshiping God, that unbeliever also looks and sees you. And he begins to believe because if he knows you, he knows that God is able. It gives you a testimony to the non-believer that God is God. Those are the reasons we must worship God. Remember that the children of Israel were brought out of slavery for the go three days journey into the desert to worship God, to sacrifice unto him. Worship is important in the eyes of God. God wants you to worship him in spirit and in truth. And when you worship God, there will be a brightness in your life, a betterness, a great feeling will come upon you. And I'm here today to tell you, if somebody who doesn't know God right now, if you're looking for a relationship with Jesus, I'm going to say a prayer right now. I want you to say it after me, if you believe. Say, Lord, I repent of my sins. I believe that Jesus is your son. Wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. I believe that Jesus is your son. I believe he went to the cross of Calvary and died for my sins. Placed in a borrowed tomb, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand. I believe that he's coming back again. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. We love you at Neely. We're praying for you. Worship God this year. 2024 is the best year of your life. Keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.